The whole point of a Liberty Safe is to hide your sh from the feds. <laughs> Let Maggie know in the comments how much you paid for your crack in 1999. <laughs> this is my impression of people who work in like real corporate America. Meetings, meetings. <laughs> I've got to go to that meeting. At least I know I'm a lunatic. I'm Bridget Fettesy, and this is your dumpster fire for the week of September 3rd to September 9th. And the unicorns dance while the world burns, world burns, world burns. we're here you're i've been watching so much moana with my daughter so all i want to say is what can i say america you're welcome for me doing dumpster fire every time we do it what can i say except you're welcome no we have fun i love it call the police we are having fun doing this. If I wasn't having fun, I wouldn't be doing it. That's the truth. Every dumpster fire is a Every miracle. Every dumpster fire is a miracle. Join us at Fetacy.com where you can see the unedited version of Dumpster Fire the day before it drops, see how the sausage is made, see all the jokes we cut, which is a lot usually, and see Maggie and I banter and background noise, although there's a lot less of that since we moved you can see the old ones where we were screaming at the dogs every 25 seconds. You can also join us in the community. It's a great group of people. I do workouts with the ladies uh, Monday through Fridays. There's also just sharing recipes and dog pictures, and it's just a great place. So join us, fetacy.com, easiest way to support your favorite, not a news source, news show. Do not forget to like, subscribe. Touch my bells and buttons. Tell your friends about us. The best way to get the word of this show out. We're entering into an election year, you guys. We need each other. Yeah. Together, we will laugh at all of the things and try not to take it all so seriously because everything that we really are grounded in is gratitude for having as much as we have. Starting it off, what is happening? A man who claims he had sex with Barack Obama in 1999 tells his story to Tucker Carlson. Pulled up in a bar outside and there's this guy that's introduced to me as Barack Obama. Even though you had sex with him twice, you did cocaine with him, watched him smoke crack twice. I just started rubbing my hand along his thigh. And it sounds like you're looking to party. You're looking to party. You're looking to party. This feels like rock bottom for Tucker Carlson, not the crackhead <laughs> who he's interviewing. There's something so I felt like I needed a shower after I saw just this clip. It's so weird because I actually like Tucker and think he he's, you know, I don't always know where he's going to fall on things. And he usually makes pretty funny points and good points. And I don't know. He's not in lockstep. But then that it I, I don't I don't know. It feels like it degrades his credibility just having this guy on. But my first my gut instinct when I saw this was I need to take a shower. My second j irreverent joke that crossed my mind was maybe Michelle does have a d Michelle is a tra transgender. <laughs> <laughs> or Michael, as the uh, boomers who believe that she is a he will call him. <laughs> We were laughing, too, in the writer's room because I was like, $250 for, like, cocaine in 1999? How much cocaine were you getting? And we were, a lot of us are in recovery or we're druggies and we're like, ah, oh, that seems like a lot of money for a bunch of, you know, blow. And 
1999, but those are the good years. We want you to let Maggie know in the comments how much you paid for your crack in 1999. <laughs> yeah, so you were like, that seems like a lot. So it was like, that's tiny hot girl privilege. Yeah, I was getting <laughs> I probably smoked crack adjacently with this guy. I was in rehab in 99. These were my golden years. <laughs> this was some vintage crack, not this fentanyl ish. This was the good stuff back yeah. in 99. I know everybody's going to be like fed when I'm like, tell Maggie in the comments how much <laughs> you paid for your crack. Okay, fed. 99 was a good vintage year for cocaine. This is when Obama and I had our affair. For those of you who know the dumpster fire lore, we had a, a joke ages ago that I was like, I we kind of insinuated that I had an affair with Obama. And I'm like, this, maybe this is when I had my affair with Obama, guys. That you don't remember. That I don't remember and neither does he. I would have f***ed Obama. <laughs> <laughs> would have. <laughs> Wait, I did? No, you wouldn't now, though. Oh, (laughs) I'm like, how black that was I in those years? (laughs) I remember some things that Bridget Bridget lost. (laughs) This is the some moments I have never told her about. Bridget finds out you (laughs) to Obama. This is how rumors get started, Maggie. (laughs) People online who are, you know, Trump stands or anti-Biden or anti-Obama or whatever their, like, biases. They're like, this guy's been maintaining this same story for years, decades. Why would he lie? (laughs) Um, because he's a crackhead. (laughs) Why would he lie? Like, just because a crackhead can maintain the same lie for decades doesn't mean that he's not lying and that he has no reason to lie. This spy has already breached our defenses. Who among us doesn't know a crackhead that would lie? I would lie about anything to get drugs or to lie about having drugs. Who knows what this guy experienced? Maybe he just thought some light-skinned black guy was Obama. And it was just like another light-skinned black guy that he did cocaine with back in 1999. It seems very dubious to me. Uh What was his plan? Like, step one, buy $250 of cocaine. Step two, smoke it with a light-skinned black man. Step three. Profit. Oh, I get it. Thanks, Obama. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you're just going to blame Obama now? (laughs) Why is Tucker doing this? This is like dollar store Jerry Springer level shit. Like, your show is on Twitter? It's a hellscape. We all know it. We all call it a hell site. And this is where your new show is, and you're interviewing this guy? Uh, Yeah. Come on, Tucker. But it's good for the crackhead, whose name I still don't even know. I just call him the crackhead who had sex with Obama. (laughs) In the trailer, Tucker was like, I'll ask the obvious question. What's Obama like on crack? Can you just ask the obvious question. What was Obama like on crack? That's the obvious question here? I feel like the obvious question would be like, what do you think his wife thinks about this? Or do you think he's gay? You know, like, do you think he's closeted? Uh, Not what was he like on? He was he was crazy, man. (laughs) He was like, "Uh, uh, I got to I got to find some more of this good stuff that you've got, young man. And would you like to suck my (laughs) I'm going to look for some crack cocaine in the carpets here. Lovely carpets, and we should use this 
CD case to snort some cocaine, but instead I have a pipe. I would like to smoke it. I would like you to slip your cock inside my b-hole. Let Buster do a line off your boner. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe we're being suppressed on YouTube. (laughs) Beyond parody. America's top gun safe manufacturer, Liberty Safe, gave the FBI an access code to a safe owned by someone who was present at the January 6th protest. (sighs) Every time I hear about the FBI, I just think of that diehard clip with Hans where he's like, I give you the FBI. (laughs) I give you the FBI. It's like my favorite line in that whole movie. And the more I learn about the FBI, the more I freaking think about it. How are you called Liberty Safe and you're doing this? This is crazy. Uh-huh. You're just giving. What is the point of a fucking safe if you can just give that shit to the feds? The whole point of a Liberty Safe is to hide your shit from the feds. <laughs> you hear that, America? None of your Nazi memorabilia is safe. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, apparently this is like an electronic lock. Yeah. So they apparently have some sort of master key override. Either they have one master key override or they have individual ones for every safe. Either way, it's not good because you have to store those things somewhere. What about like breaches? Everybody gets hacked. Nobody's safe from getting hacked. So now someone, some hacker out there is like, oh, let's find all the Liberty Safe codes and where they're attached to so that we can go get all the gold and all the Civil War memorabilia (laughs) (laughs) and guns. I just think it's so so freaking crazy. And now it's so funny because the online people were like, good luck now with it. You're the Bud Light of safes. Good luck going out of business. It's not quite as easy to get rid of a safe as it is to get rid of like a 12 pack of beer. These Liberty safes weigh like 700 pounds. (laughs) Somewhere out there, conservatives are trying to set their Liberty safes on fire and posting it up on YouTube. Somewhere out there, Kid Rock is shooting at his Liberty safe. And then the bullets ricochet back at him. He's like, he's like, I've been shot. Don't store your crack in a Liberty safe, Obama. (laughs) This seems like very wrong. I'm not that shocked it didn't get that much attention, but because it's like January 6th people. But even when you hear the story, they like turned off all his the security cameras. They held his girlfriend at gunpoint. It's like a crazy the J6 stuff. I'm like, eh, this is um, a little unsettling at the way that some of these people are being treated. And and uh, I don't really know enough about all of it, but it does feel slightly like overkill. FBI, open up! It's crazy to me that they can like subpoena the company that makes the safe and get the code it's like a safe. I'm like, you yeah, should you, drill it. Like, make them work for safe it. Safe cracker. Even Apple would resisted when they were trying to get you know stuff from terrorists. Like, have have some fucking dignity, Liberty Safe. What the? F- Nothing is safe. I <laughs> Russia so Russian. Top Russian rocket scientist dies by mushroom poisoning. 
So this was funny because it was just a story that was on the board and Maggie's like, I don't know, do we need this? And I was like, ah, was he the guy who was responsible for crashing the rocket into the moon? And Maggie was like, what? And so basically a couple weeks ago, it didn't get that much news, but I somehow heard about how Russia crashed a rocket into the moon and it was really embarrassing for them. And my first thought was like, someone's going to die for that. Because it's Putin, obviously, and they don't like being embarrassed. And this was really embarrassing for their whole space program and their ability to compete. And now there's a new crater on the moon. You can go Google it or we can show a picture of it here. Ah. Then I saw this story when I got the list of topics that we could possibly cover. And I was like, "Ah, was he somehow connected to the rocket that blew up on the moon? And he was an actual rocket rocket's. Rocket space scientists, <laughs> rocket ship scientists, a rocket, a rocket scientist, <laughs> something that I am not. <laughs> Maybe he was doing mushrooms with Obama in 1999. I feel like the crackhead guy just heard that Prince song and like made up a whole story. Yeah. It was like, and now, and it's like, you know, Prince, light skinned black guy. Maybe he did crack with Prince in 1999. <laughs> We're giving this guy a lot of credit. <laughs> <laughs> for who he might have partied with. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Immediately when I saw this guy, I'm like, come on. This is the guy you want to cheat on your wife, wife with? And Dave Yates, one of our writers, was like, yeah, this is exactly the guy you want to <laughs> cheat on your wife with because nobody's going to believe that you're gay and that you would cheat on your wife with him. You can't cheat on your wife with like a hot dude who's in shape and looks amazing. You've got to cheat with some scraggly crackhead. No one's going to be like, no, this isn't happening. I actually think that's a pretty good argument. It's a great point. Yeah. Encampment of morons. <laughs> Burning Man becomes wet, soggy man. Oh, they got like a half an inch of rain or something. And yeah, it turned point into like of an inch. Yeah. So for those of you who haven't been to Burning Man, and I have been to Burning Man, and I actually love Burning Man, but I'm not. An, I, I never wanted to go because Burning Man people are so annoying. And I think it was Sam Morell who is like. Being trapped at Burning Man sounds almost worse than being trapped in a conversation with somebody who goes to Burning Man. <laughs> Just like Sam, if you don't follow Sam on Twitter, that guy writes motherfucking jokes. It is true. Burners are fucking annoying. They drive everyone crazy. I never understood why they would have these Burning Man parties in L.A. If you're in L.A., you never hear the end of it. And then I went and it is like. The it's it's just an experience. It's something you can't explain. You can't get it. You literally cannot get what Burning Man was like and can't if you can do it once just to say you did it. It's crazy. But it is it takes place on this playa, which is basically an extinct lake. And the dust is it's like very filled with alkaline because it's all clay. And so everything turned into clay. And then everybody was it turned into this whole thing because lots of people who hate burners were making fun of them. Rightfully, they deserve to be mocked roundly. Burning Man has turned into this like it used to be cool. And now it's like all these tech bros who fly in and they kind of pose as poor people. And it's not cheap to get into Burning Man at all. It's very expensive just to even get. I was gifted tickets. That's the only reason my poor ass could go. And even still having to like buy water and supplies and all the stuff you need to go survive. And they're all like about radical self-reliance. And then immediately people who are kind of newbies or these like bullshit 
burners who aren't real burners started crying and and being like, oh no. But real burners, I think, just had a good time and made the best of it, kind of waited for it to dry up and then kept on doing drugs and partying. So I think it got turned into like a bigger thing than it was. And it's just like rich people cosplaying as poor now. The media got pretty excited about the, you know, potential debacle. And I feel like it's the most excited anyone's been over a half an inch of anything. So people started trying to like hike out because they were worried about, you know, like sanitation and water. And if you weren't really prepared, it could have got bad if you were stuck because they were told to shelter in place. So somebody picked up Chris Rock and Diplo and... How embarrassing for Chris Rock to be seen with Diplo. (laughs) I wonder how it felt to be the only black person at Burning Man. It's probably why he got out. He was like, oh, shit. (laughs) Like, (laughs) shit's about to get real. I better get the fuck out of here. It's just going to be a bunch of white people looking for something to do. And on drugs with no food or water. He was like, I'm hiking out. Yeah, somebody else was talking in the writer's room about how they were trying to explain Bernie Man to their, you know, boomer parents. It was better fantasy. And they said, like, good people, they don't know what Burning Man is. <laughs> and I was laughing at that. <laughs> and then immediately the right wing, it was funny. I was like, couldn't sleep one night. So I was just online looking at the discourse. And people are so funny because they'll be like, don't believe what the mainstream media says. Don't believe what the mainstream media says. The mainstream media was just covering it, you know, accurately. They were like, oh, a guy died. They're told a shelter in place. 73,000 people are there. It could get ugly. Some people are walking out. And then all the like lies and shit were spreading on Twitter where it was trending like Ebola. They're like, Ebola is a burning man. And then the mainstream media, which I'm, we know we're, I'm no huge fan of, but there's so much, like, again, the broken brainness of it, you're, all the sh- is spreading on these social media platforms. It's not just the mainstream media. Mainstream media is full of sh- with all their bullshit. Like, they're more terrifying because they're spreading a one-approved narrative. That's far more terrifying. But don't be so convinced by your own righteousness that you can't see that tons of bullshit spreads online on all of these sites. Bullshit is everywhere. And the right wing was like, the Satanists are being purged. (laughs) Conservatives are acting so conservatively online lately. It is... It's like the they're definitely leaning into the trad wife social conservative stuff. And they're definitely reminding me of like the right wing that I used to know and love. I'm sweating more than a non-legacy applying to Yale. (laughs) (laughs) Not great for you, right wing. Let me tell you. And the left wing is like, this is what happens. This is what happens when you run over the stay cool earth protesters. (laughs) We have to code our language now because if you paying attention last week, we got whacked with a content notification, like content, content, context or something like that or context. Yeah. Hang on. Because we use the word schmimitschmange (laughs) and now we can't use that anymore. So we're going to start calling schmimitschmange. Uh, stay cool earth context. It's a context. Yeah. We got a context flag. It's so crazy to me that you can't even talk about these things without getting flagged. Ah, that could be breaking Bridget, but it's not. So anyway, the right and the left were just like, oh, how can I make this about me? It's all about me. 
If you set a burner and a Trump supporter side by side watching the news, you wouldn't actually be able to tell the difference between the two. Your racial, racial identity, identity is the most important thing. thing. Everything, Everything should be looked, looked at through the lens of race. race. <laughs> Speaking of rain, now let's check the weather with Annabelle Angus from Bolivia. La sierra despierta con una temperatura de 23 grados. La mínima en la madrugada ha sido de 22. Hoy la máxima llegará a los 31 grados. Thank you, Annabelle. I love your wedding dress. <laughs> really, America, you need to step up your weather girl game. What the f***? We are losing the global race and weather girls. I'll tell you that. We've got hotties. Why aren't they giving us the weather? <laughs> Please don't forget to like, subscribe, touch our bells and buttons, and tell some friends about us, and join us in the Fetacy.com community. I mean, honestly, we need more hot weather girls clips, so I know some of you will hate to have to do this, but go out there and find us some hot weather girls and send them to us. We have an email, weeklydumpsterfire at gmail.com. Send us some hot weather. I, I know you're going to hate searching for these, <laughs> but you're welcome. Then we have Siri, please take my life. Google has a new AI, which will attend virtual meetings on your behalf. Imagine getting fired because your AI avatar dropped the hard R in a meeting with your boss. <laughs> I think that this is like so crazy because eventually it's just going to be like one intern and everyone's avatars while they're all out like golfing and sucking Obama's or whatever they do in their spare time. I'm convinced that this was created by Gen Z kids who had to go to Zoom school and they were like, okay, we need to get the fuck out of Zoom school. Let's just create these AI avatars so they can sit in for us while we go play our video games and don't learn anything because we're not learning anything anyway in Zoom school. They'll be reviewing, someone will finally be reviewing the meeting notes and be like, nothing seemed to get done during this meeting. Nothing People gets done in meetings talking. anyway. Meetings are stupid. <laughs> You need like one meeting a month. I feel like it's always like meetings, meetings. We need to have meetings, meetings. This is my impression of people who work in like real corporate America. Meetings, <laughs> meetings. I've got to go to that meeting. Memo. Lanyards and meetings. But they're fucking lan I used to see people working at Sony when I was, I'd, I'd see like everyone with their lanyards walking around and I'd be like, ah, I, like the <laughs> idea of that kind of life makes me want to it, crawl out of I don't care if this is a struggle and I'm always like basically riding the rails of poverty at all times because I have to hustle and nothing is secure and it's terrifying. And if you actually knew how poor I was, you'd be like, oh, sh Maggie's probably going to be living with us forever. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but I would rather this than a lanyard and meetings, meetings. Let's go to the meeting. Go to the meeting. Oh, go to oh the did, meeting. You get my, did you get did that memo I sent you? I need a rundown. Can we circle back to that? Let's circle back. We've got to go to that meeting. <laughs> Should we go to Starbucks? Let's go to Starbucks. <laughs> Dumpster diving. All right. We're here. What's next in the dumpster? <laughs> I'm a fucking lunatic. At least I know I'm a lunatic. Uh -huh. It's the people who are online posting edgelords all day that don't know that there are lunatics and out of their minds and their brains are broken that scare me the most. I'm not crazy! Ah! A company that makes smart chastity belts left their user data exposed. Pretty ironic that a chastity belt company had such loose security. <laughs> 
Yes, this is a chastity belt company for people with a penis. This is what they say in the article. Uh, it's supposed to be a kink thing. And somebody in the company noticed that there were all these bugs and that he could get access to who these people were, where like they were located, everything. passwords to the chastity belts, IP addresses, tried to notify the company on several occasions and and the company did nothing to change it and finally went public with it, even though they like withheld the company's name because the company still has not fixed the problem. Just imagine the FBI being able to track you from your vibrating anal butt plug. <laughs> now that's what I call a backdoor. <laughs> Maybe that's why Mitch McConnell froze a hacker gained access to his anal butt plug. You might think this next story is bullshit. Nebraska man was pulled over for having a giant bull riding shotgun. Um, how did we not know about Howdy Doody until now? This car was fully rigged to have a bull sitting in the car. This is the first time the internet is discovering this. <laughs> how has this not been a thing? Like, how is he been getting away with this for as long as he? I guess it's Nebraska. The roads are pretty remote. Uh huh. Maybe this is the first time he took Howdy Doody into town. I feel like it's not. No. Look at this car. This it guy was on his way to Bernie, man. <laughs> and they were like, turn back. No, the car has clearly been like had some welding done Tricked to it. Tricked out yeah. for this bull to ride shotgun. No, this is how I don't understand how we can get like the dumbest shit from the entire world on the internet and somehow this is the first time we're discovering this. <laughs> and how is it the first time he's been pulled over for this? It's just Nebraska. They're like, whatever. It's like a bull riding shotgun. There goes Tim and Howdy Doody. Yeah, there goes um, whatever, his what's, name is. whatever his name is and Howdy Doody. They're like, meh, you know, I know what it's like. It's just mid what people kind of just let people live and let live. <laughs> this is what I like about it. I was just out on a ranch. You don't wear seatbelts. You're, you're not you're not worrying about things. You're just riding around looking at bulls riding shotgun in what kind of car is it like sedan uh, like ford Cadillac? crown victoria sedan yes it's not even a truck or anything no his name is lee lee meyer there's lee. lee and howdy doody um and it's hey lee it's funny because the the cops were like oh you know we received a 911 report about a cow in a car and we thought it would be like a calf or something finally we found the bull market nerd <laughs> Breaking Bridget. <laughs> Mike Huckabee warns that if Trump's legal problems prevent him from winning in 2024, it is going to be the last American election that will be decided by ballots rather than bullets. If these tactics end up working to keep Trump from winning or even running in 2024, it is going to be the last American election that will be decided by ballots rather than bullets. Ooh. <laughs> Look, I am so tired of these online edgelords talking constantly about civil war. America is too fat for a civil war. I've said it before and I will say it a million times. And people are like, no, but you got guns. This just proves to me you know nothing about war. Just because you have a gun doesn't mean you don't have to know how to walk a mile at least. <laughs> Mo, do you know that the average American, if you walk 20 minutes, you are in like the top percentile of walking in America? We are a fat nation. Have you been to the Atlanta airport? It's out of control. 
Have you been on a plane lately? People are not in shape. We are too fat to even join our own military. Fat people. Yeah. <laughs> They're having problems because people are too fat to join the military to go fight other countries, let alone each other. Also, we're too busy. Americans are just trying to like raise their kids. Get offline. All these people who are like, it's the civil war, blah, blah, blah. You have no life. You are online too much. You need to go out in the world and see that most Americans are just trying to raise their kids and mow their lawns. Somebody on Twitter just today was like, every single normal woman I know online this summer was just posting about their trips and Beyonce and Taylor Swift. I was joking with Jane Coasted online. I was like, America's, I always say this, America's too fat for a civil war, but she's like, go touch grass, go talk to people. Most Americans are pretty chill and they're just trying to cook food and like have fun with their families and go enjoy nature and go enjoy concerts. They're not out there like, oh yeah, Fred is gonna, I'm gonna shoot my neighbor. I mean, I there are some people who are like this and yes, there's a lot of mental illness and yes, we have a lot of problems to address. But overall, like, play the tape forward. What does this actually look like? People are like, it's going to be the red states versus the blue states. No, it's not. No, it's not. Most of America has blue states, blue cities in red states. If anything, it would be rural versus cities. It's not going to be... You, do you know what war is like? You've got to secure positions. You need to clear rooms. You can't even get out of your room without a forklift. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that there are lots of people who would try and like go defend Trump. I understand that. The thing I've said about Trump is that he's tough because he's, you know, a self-indulgent narcissist who doesn't give a about anyone and he's also somebody that is persecuted by the media and possibly by our government i don't know enough about it to get into the weeds but i will tell you this he doesn't give a shit about you this is what's crazy his all of the people who are storming the capitol on j6 are going to jail that he's not talking about this. He's not raising money for them. He's not helping them with their legal defenses. He's not even speaking a word about any of them, some of whom weren't even there getting 22 years in prison. And he's just talking about himself. He only cares about himself. He does not care about you. He's not worth Go to civil war for like a cause is worth dying for or something. Don't go for this this guy doesn't give a shit about you. I'm sorry. I know you want evidence from me of like what, how he's corrupt and all this bullshit. I would like evidence from you about how this man actually cares about you. He doesn't. He has a personality disorder. Please. I, I grew up around this. Please understand. <laughs> he will saw the limb that you go out on for him off the tree without <laughs> any second hesitation <laughs> is anyone getting off their ass for biden either no no one's civil warring for biden he might not even make it to the next election and if that's the case are they civil warring for kamala no no they're too busy looting all the stores that are left in the cities <laughs> <laughs>
I, I like to make sure that everyone hates me in my rants. But seriously, folks, focus on yourself. Make your life better. Start with yourself. Time's up. The baby's crying. I'm done. Fantasy News. Join us at Fantasy.com for the unedited version of Dumpster Fire, which drops the day before the edited version drops online. You can also see all of uh, my stumbles. You can see all the jokes we cut, all of the inappropriate that China Maggie keeps out from, keeps away from you. I am not a news source. I am a moron just commenting on things and trying to laugh because I have absolutely no power whatsoever over any of it. It's a great community of people. The I work out with the ladies. We really try to stay focused on what we can control, which is our attitude, our relationship to other people, ourselves, our diet, our, you know, the things that we can focus on. We can laugh and argue about all the other things, but really Get, get down into like your humanity and what makes you human and, and connect to other humans. And that's what we try to really encourage in Fetacy.com, the community. If you want to keep up with everything that we're doing, which is a lot, you can subscribe to our free Substack newsletter, BridgetFetacy.substack.com, and we will give you every week. I'm sorry I've been off because I've been traveling and, and we had breaks, but we're coming back. Every week, I will send out a newsletter so you can just get everything in one compact newsletter and you can digest it at your leisure, but you don't have to go running around looking for everything. It's all right there. It's easy. It's free. We do not sell your data. We don't want anything to do with any of your data. We just want you to be able to keep in touch with us when we inevitably get banned from every platform. I want to thank you for everybody who makes this possible, which is a lot of people. Thank you, Dave Yates, Better Fetacy, Sammy Flaps and Folds, Ben Howe, for the writing, research, and editing. I cannot do this without any of you. Thank you, Maggie. Thank you, Bridget. Thank you, Cousin Maggie. We can't do any of this without her. Thank you to our audience, to our subscribers, to commenters, to those of you who hate us, to those of you who love us. We are just happy to be here. Honestly, we love doing this. We have so much fun. It is it is a grind, but it is a grind that I love because Lord knows I don't want to be like, meetings, let's go to the meetings, the meetings. <laughs> We appreciate you. We'd be nothing without you. It. I cannot emphasize how important it is if you have the means to support us at Fetacy.com and subscribe because that makes it so that we can keep doing this and hopefully Maggie can afford to get her own, own, place, her own place somewhere. <laughs> so yeah, I think people think we're doing a lot better than we are, uh-huh. but things are, times are a little tough. So I know if you really love this show and you want to see us grow and you want to see us continue, <laughs> please support this little shit show that could. Thank you, Zempro Audio. We love them. That's where we purchase all our audio equipment. Support a small business that supports us. Our sponsor this week was Seed. Thank you, Seed. Thank you for keeping me. Smooth and regular. (laughs) And now the internet is glorious. Jaden has one dollar bill, one quarter, and two pennies. How how much money how much money does he have? Jaden broke. This has been your dumpster fire for the week of September 3rd to September 9th. I'm Bridget Fetacy. Now make us rich! All of us! <laughs> <laughs>